0: Well, it's also a cause for celebration. Hopefully. Hopefully it's a cause for celebration um, because we're back talking about Star Wars. Yes. What if he doesn't survive returns?
1: <laughs> Do you feel like that title is now dated now that we have, like, Jedi-powered where Like, that little bugger is, like, immortal now, right? Like, nothing's going to harm that little guy.
0: Well, I uh, – oh, hold on a second. Got someone trying to join. I think we okay. might have another member of our – uh, Jedi Council here. Let's see. Oh, here we go. Cinco, ah, Cinco, Cinco,
1: Cinco, Cinco. There he is.
0: Cinco, isn't he one of the Star Wars Cantina characters? I'm um, sure. Oh, in um, the oh, David? Did wow, you dress up on our David. account? Oh, Is this the outfit? Oh was, no. Was you time? did not get. I, I I do know why you're you're dressed up, and and I'm sorry. Uh, oh. so, <laughs> but, um,
2: <laughs> Never mind. So. Okay. Oh no.
0: We are. I was just just getting started uh, here with uh, what if he doesn't survive. And Don was asking me if that was a bit of a a dated reference. Uh, now that, that Grogu is practically invincible with uh, with all the Jedi powers and stuff. Hey, we don't know that yet. It's only episode one. This guy, I don't know if he's going to make it to the season. They're going to have to do something to keep this fresh. Um, but also, I just want to point out, like, the last time we saw the Mandalorian official, and I'm not talking about his... Very much welcome stint in the book of Boba Fett. Um, but uh, <laughs> it, was, it was like two and a half years ago, I think it was yeah. December of 2020 when episode two, uh, or er, season two ended. And then we had a couple of years of uh, different kinds of Star Wars shows. We had the book of Boba Fett, we had Obi Wan, and we had Andor, which I had hoped to catch up with Andor. Uh, before this, but it's been a crazy few weeks, so I only got to the through the first episode, which I loved. Um, so I'm gonna have to go and and check the rest of that out at some point. Um, but no, we're we're back to the the kind of flagship Disney Plus show, and we're gonna talk about season three, episode one. Before we do that, we got to figure out who the heck we all are. I'm Ian Simmons of Kicking the Seat. Um, we have Andy Banks, still the former Ant Man Stan, also of Chocolate <laughs> of Comics. It
2: doesn't make sense. I mean, it didn't change since last time I saw guys and I now, but
1: hey, I guess I should
2: a... change it to like former Babu Frick stand Maybe. Ooh. I don't know. I still like him. Well, that's sort, old, old that's, old, that's sort
0: of a deep cut. I like that. Yeah. Like, um,
2: have we all seen the episode? Well,
0: no, yeah, no, but like yeah. Uh, was that, so. was that officially was that officially him though or is that just his his people? I, don't like, that, I don't think
2: it's him. He's the good only good part of episode 9.
0: <laughs> no, the end credits were the best <laughs> part of episode 9. Um,
3: let's see. Uh, somehow Palpatine <laughs> returned. No boy. Oscar, Tell him I like, Oscar. I'm going to
2: get you out of there. I'm going to free you. Oh, free rescue him.
3: that.
0: <laughs> all right. And we have Jeff York of the establishing shot. Welcome, Jeff. Hello, good to be here. How are you guys? I'm doing great. Um, get, Getting the band back together. Uh, nice. Don Shanahan of Every Movie Has a Lesson and 25YL uh, and the Cinephile Hissy Fit Podcast. Ye of the 100th episode recently. Congratulations again, sir. Thank you much. Yeah, good time. We had a good one. And uh, David Fowley of Keeping It Real. It's been too long, sir. Hello there. Mm. <laughs> there it is. All right. Now, just for folks out there, this is going to be a bit of a truncated show. We're going to talk about all about Mando season three, episode one. We're going to spoil it. We're going to get as in-depth as possible. But uh, if you're joining us live, we hope you'll stick around because at 845 central time, it's just after eight now, we're going to be doing a second live stream, uh, which you can see the link to in the description below. We're going to be talking about Cocaine Bear, Elizabeth <laughs> Banks' follow-up to Charlie's Angels. <laughs> David, uh, you got a little cold there? Uh, right yeah. There. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah so that'll be fun everyone uh, can hang out and, and we'll talk about that movie so let's get into it um, who, who wants to David since you're you're our returning uh, long lost champion do you want to do the synopsis just briefly of where we left off with Mando and kind of where we're picking up in episode
3: one it all depends on if you saw the book of Boba Fett folks anywho kind of. uh, <laughs> So this episode starts out with some hammering and a little bit of uh Iron Man nod. because uh, we see the uh the armor um forming some kind of uh well, Beskar a doodad, and it turns out it's a helmet, and it turns out we are I forget what planet we're on, but um anyway, uh we are on some type of like uh Cave, we're at, at some type of cave area, and there's a, a whole lot of other Mandalorians there, and uh, a lot of different um, uh, clans, okay, coming together. There's ceremonial flags, and there's some type of rite of passage. Um, and there's this young lad, a foundling, who is uh, knee deep in water on the shore of this kind of lake area. Uh, and uh, turns out this little uh, helmet is made for him, and it's like kind of like rite of passage, a baptism for these uh, Mandalor uh, uh, folk. Okay, and uh, that's interrupted by a. Uh, <laughs> where's Robert Forster when you need him? Uh, by a, a, <laughs> a space gator, uh, and uh, of course, um, ever there's all sorts of. Uh, a, a melee uh, fights and all sorts of uh wonderful gadgets uh attacking this space gator um and of course uh our heroes come in and save the day uh which uh, which heroes you got to be specific right yeah jindarn Jin uh and our uh, young friend grogu comes in in the uh, s1 starfighter okay and a couple couple uh Unloads a couple torpedoes and then that that beast is done. Okay, um, and uh, no,
0: we don't we don't need a, c- a scene by scene I know, I know, recap I know. of the episode. Yeah, Just kind of like it,
3: so that's the op- so that's the opening, and then from there, basically, the, ultimately, oh, this... I,
0: I lost your sound.
3: Okay, can you hear me now? I can hear you. Okay. Okay. Yeah, some you're good. I
0: can't hear. Oh wait. Oh. Yeah. No, it, here's what happened was I turned down my volume button I press the mute button on my laptop
3: you'll lose your sound that way don't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: yeah yeah wow. Funny how that That's
3: happens it, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Jedi, all right, <laughs> it's
1: a Jedi trick old Jedi trick yeah
3: <laughs> anyway so what oops, excuse me what essentially happens is that um, our mando friend has to basically kind of go on another mission his goal is to redeem himself because he, he did a big no-no and took off his uh, uh, helmet and he needs to basically redeem himself in the living waters of Mandalore underneath the civic center on something, something. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, Uh, uh, yeah. They might be dried up. They might not be, you know, they may be poisoned. Who knows? But he's, that's going to be his, his goal for this season is finding that that's his MacGuffin. Is he, mm. he needs he needs to get all uh, uh, immersed in that living water. That living water better be a, a nice, wonderful payoff for this season. It's got to be amazing uh, living water. Um, it's, so, if, if
1: it's not Lake Minnetonka from Purple Rain, I don't want to know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's
3: it's got to be like a flash stand scene where he sits in a chair and he gets uh, that'd be beautiful. Uh, right <laughs> off the
1: bus car. That's Right. Oh. That's right. Yeah, Uh,
3: but but anyways, he does uh, reunite with Grief Karga uh, for a little bit on Navarro. Um, He does um, see for a brief uh, moment Bo Kazan, and all of these are kind of leading up to this this new mission that he's on is to with with Grogu and Grogu in tow uh, is go back to Mandalore and uh, get redeemed.
0: Now hmm. right off the bat I've got questions. You got one. <laughs> I well and maybe we'll all hash this out. I really dug yeah. the episode. I think um it is, you know, I've heard people compare it to and this has been sort of a complaint of other, you know, seasons of Mandalorian for sure, but it's kind of video gamey, you know, like what's this quest? Now I got to mm-hmm. go here and get this thing and talk to this person and get the other thing. You know, I maybe I'm just overwhelmed by the fact that uh, aside from that beach scene with the you know space gator as you put it uh we don't visit tatooine there's not a prevalence of sand <laughs> we're actually going to different locations um, and even a location that we've been to before with the uh, planet navarro that's gotten a big makeover it looks completely mm-hmm. different and there's a whole like blending of different like cultures and like there's uh you know, construction and planning going on and, and grief Karga has, you know, he's got a he's taking on a new role and kind of a new station in his life. It's all very interesting. Um, but as far as Mando's new quest, how is anybody going to know if he goes like does does it dye his skin purple or something and then he can come back to the armor and say, look, even though I can't show you my skin because I'm not supposed to take off my helmet, I was ba- bathed in the waters of Mandalore. Like, does he have to provide
1: video proof? How does anybody going to know it? Maybe he has there? a new
3: scent about him. I don't know.
1: It's, uh, there, sounds there like you go. golfers, you know, like sportsmanship going on here. Yeah, I did it. Yeah, no problem. You know, <laughs> there you yeah. go. That's um, a good question.
0: Um, also, and this is a bit of a meta question i guess because i don't know if it was annie if it was you or someone shared in our kind of private chat the news that john favreau had spoken about the (laughs) uh, the timeline the difference between mando season two and three and apparently when grogu had gone off the train with luke skywalker that was Mm -hmm. two one to that's the thing it's very vague one to two years of him being off with luke and, you know, just watching Book of Boba Fett and Mandalorian, it all seems like it takes place within almost within weeks of each other. It doesn't seem like a whole lot of time has passed. But we're supposed to believe this is two years later.
1: What? I could buy that. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, like when when you get to those Mandalorian Grogu episodes in Book of Boba Fett, you could tell that whatever Luke has been doing has been a bit of time. So if that amount of time between the end of season, is it? where does Luke show? Season one or season two? Season two. Two. two yeah. I could put a mon- an amount of time between that and seeing Grogu again. You can hear the longing, and it's been a while lost. Like it has been. Like it's been two weeks since I've seen my little man. Like you could tell. It's, you could the weight of the weight of missing Grogu is on the Mandalorian's mind enough that I could buy a year to six months and then extend that a little further. You know where by the time we get to here or there so i I buy it you know
3: Uh, i'll buy it if we get a grogu centric episode this season where it's just like a flashback of all his training montages
0: (laughs) more okay Yeah, yeah well but here's the thing like um it's maybe i could buy it if we didn't have the um that episode where Luke gives Grogu the choice. And it's like right. the whole big surprise at the end that Grogu comes back to uh, to join Mando for, I think it was for the big fight at the end of season two or yeah, something. I, yeah. I, he has I don't remember it.
3: Chainmail onesie. Right. Oh, yeah.
1: It's so cute. Yeah.
0: But it's, it's almost like because Luke gives him the choice. He's like, look, if you're going to do this, you've got to commit to the Jedi and your training, and you have to leave everybody else behind. That doesn't seem like a conversation you have two years into anything. <laughs> like, wait a second. I have wow. to stay here forever? <laughs> you haven't met an like,
1: or two, have you? <laughs> uh,
0: well, you know, I just it feel like, you know, you got to reel him in, you know, a little bit. Uh, otherwise, yeah, okay. he's, he's almost a, a, a cult victim or something. But anyway, I'm not, well. I'm not going to... F- I'm not going to well. Yeah, that's that's the age-old Jedi question. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jedi and Sith—they both uh, collect kids uh, from mm-hmm. their families and and raise them in their <laughs> in their ways, and it's very strict. Uh, I'm not going to fall behind on comments to you. Know, <laughs> well, um, <laughs> so let's see. Uh, Petty writes in first comment of the night. David, what elegance! You are a heartbreaker. Is it a tactic Ooh. to attract the female audience? A Machiavellian move. Very good. Ooh, I'll let Annie wow. answer that.
3: he's married
2: married. no comma
3: (laughs) well i'm just you look
4: like a banker you look like a banker oscar isaac david
3: that's right yes i'm 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 on on my bank hours
4: inside lou and david no um oh nice
0: all right uh fun start i love it uh, they never stop jeff um i I love it Bruce Banner is the Hulk is always angry. I'm always doing puns. Um, Mark said uh, that was my question. My question, Mark, why are you here on the stream?
3: Yeah. What's up, Um, man?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, he's got, he's, he's got stuff going on this evening, but he is uh, from what I understand, he's going to try and make it for cocaine bear. So we will hopefully see him later tonight. Um, But uh, yeah, that was my question. I think he was referring to the, uh, how is anybody going to know if if Mando bathed in those waters? Um, This episode feels so random. It was like one to two years. Where's my 80s montage? Well, you know, David said, uh, if uh, we're lucky, we'll get one of those. If it was two years. Oh, yeah, that posted twice. He couldn't be a Jedi. He likes eating living live things too much. Oh, that's true. <laughs> David's looking spicy. Mark, just come in here already. I am. Is this for emphasis or just a mistaken period? I yep. am he's waiting to pick de- up he's my dad. I work. am.
3: William, yeah. William is, isn't he one of the Black Eyed Peas? Um, anyway. I William, thought he was yeah.
0: doing a Captain Kirk thing. I am I, uh, waiting to pick uh, up that my That would be son dot, dot, my... dot. That's true. I uh,
4: <laughs> don't understand why we're talking cybers.
3: Yeah. We should be talking. This
2: is a story for another time. I got to tell you about the time. I About a year ago when I almost worked for Shatner as an intern. Oh,
3: worked for him.
0: My well, my. I don't I don't know if we... Can we tell that story on a live stream,
2: Annie? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, if you okay. want to. It's, a good, one. it's
0: another, a good one. Another time. Let's put a pin in it. Another time in. for oh, sure. no. Yeah,
2: I'm under, I'm under no NDA. Keep so, that in your so. ammo. Okay. <laughs> if wow. anything, it's kind of funny. I'd like to see him find the video and then toxing me through, like, a case.
0: Hmm. Well, all right. Wow. There, I want to get back to the Mandalorian. <laughs> Because that's ostensibly what we're here to talk about. All this uh, this the episode is about as as random. Yeah, the a prostate. What? No. What? Um, <laughs> uh, I you know it's a it's a strange episode, but I I do feel like it sets up you know season three pretty well. I was a little bit annoyed that we had this giant, you know, a bunch of people fighting a giant monster, just like we saw with the the Crick, uh, the Crick monster from a couple uh, years ago. Hmm. Uh, there is, yeah, there are just a couple of hallmarks from the previous seasons that almost feels like an episode long previously on with just enough uh, new stuff to, to keep me hooked and want to find out where this all goes. Mm-hmm. Um, I do feel like the constant... characters reminding each other of what mando's quest is like uh you took off your helmet i took off my helmet i'm i'm disgraced you're disgraced i gotta bathe in the waters you gotta bathe in the waters and then you know (laughs) it's just like this keeps coming up during the 30 minutes of this episode i'm like i get it even tells grief karga i'm i'm waiting for grief to say like dude you really do need to settle down here on this planet so other things can happen to you um but the dementia years Oh no. Um, how, how did everyone else feel about this episode? Do we like it? Do we love it? Do we, you know, are we not interested in star Wars anymore as, as I was at, <laughs> at the, in the middle of Obi-Wan last year notoriously?
3: I mean, it was a little uh, underwhelming as far as the season opener. Um, Cause I, I feel like, like I honestly thought that this opening was a flashback to like maybe a young Jender Jindara. Jindara. Um, that would have been kind of interesting. Like maybe this was when he was originally, you know, baptized into the, uh, the the sect there. Uh, but no, it's just another kid and not just another
0: kid. That's Jimmy Kimmel's nephew. Uh, uh, sorry, sorry,
3: sorry about that. Sorry, Wesley. (laughs) Uh, also, but, I guess,
0: he was also in a book. The book of Boba Fett is one of the Tuscan kids. He's like, he's all over Star Wars now. He's,
3: he's making his way across the universe a long time ago <laughs> in the galaxy far, far away. Um, yeah, I mean, it again. It has uh, a bit too many familiar beats to me. I mean, look, it, I'm I'm great to be back with these characters. Great to catch up, see what everybody's doing. Fine, um, but it did have like a i don't know too many familiar beats of other mandalorian episodes um i'm usually with like a season opener you want like okay we're gonna do something different that's why i thought that opening was a flashback or something and we're gonna you know uh go go somewhere different or something uh like you i'm glad we're not in Tatooine. i mean got got all that book of boba Fett out of our system <laughs> um it's and good uh the
0: words there Yeah,
3: yep yeah. so <laughs> You know, um, I, I'm hopeful. Um, I just I wasn't like wowed, but mm. yeah.
0: All right. Hey, Jeff, what did you think?
3: Well, I am a uh,
4: a Star Wars fan, but I'm not as into all of the, the details and, and necessarily remembering and getting into the, the specifics of, well, these are the beats of this show or this is sort of the trope or this kind of thing. What I liked a lot about this episode and I think they've been strongly moving towards this and maybe that I think the crux of the third season is finally going to be about the Mandalorian as a father. I mean, to me, this whole show is about fatherhood and parenting and responsibility. And I thought it was interesting in this episode that there was so much of him finally sort of, uh, you know, just sort of naturally being a parent as opposed to trying to get him into the hands of other people or not want to do the responsibility. It seemed like he was taking that on. And I think in some respects that's his redemption and or his, uh, waters uh, cleansing or whatever. I think it's him sort of maturing and sort of owning up to the parenting. And for example, with the the scene with the pirates, I thought it was interesting because, you know, he's not only sort of just looking out for the bad guys, but, uh, you know, Gragu is right there and he's got to sort of take care of him a little bit too, in that sense, just as he has before. But I find that interesting. I found the the sort of calm and the the sense of sort of now they're finally together and we're sort of past who's going to have this and Luke Skywalker and all that. And uh, it, it struck me as being very strong on the theme that I think they've been moving st- stronger and stronger to with each episode. And I found this was a good start for that because I think maybe this is going to be a little bit more of a mature season as opposed to always trying to just please the sort of, cliché Star Wars, things that we want. I felt that they uh, they did some of that here, plenty of it, really. But for me, it was just interesting because I think it was a little bit more, for lack of a better term, I think an adult episode.
0: Okay, I, I agree. Um, I, I want to get uh, the other folks around the room, but I mo- – In addition to the fatherhood angle, which I think is important, um, I feel like this, and I haven't watched the other Mando seasons since they aired, really. I haven't really visited it. But this is the episode that really drove home his commitment to the Mandalorian religion in ways that feel like are going to be really tested um, in this season, Um, especially when he keeps getting pulled from everyone from the... um, armorer kind of telling him look it's a lost cause just you know mm-hmm. forget about it you're never going to be you know what you were to grief karga saying what essentially why do you care about this i can i can set you up to be a, a land baron and you'll never <laughs> you'll never want uh-huh. for anything um, mm-hmm. but he's he's determined to make this happen for you know whatever you know deep reasons he's got but anyway don uh what did you think of
1: mando um, I'm here for the lore. I, I kind of like where Jeff is going. Um, the fatherhood angle is always easy to follow. But um if if we've been you know pitter-pattering around um the Mandalore culture and like you said, kind of the customs for a while. You know, I, we, we know the Darksaber is a big deal, we know the, the divided sections are a big deal obviously the destroyed homeworld's a thing and then obviously the armorer has um talked up you know the mandalore stuff more than anyone over the course of these seasons if we get to kind of dip our toes into that like go to those places seek out what is still there or still left of that culture religion as some people call it here in the dais um that's enough that's intriguing enough for me because again it's something you know Something with some pathos, but it's also, again, not on Tatooine and not another edict we've heard from other places. You know, this is some some new stuff um, or at least some revered stuff that is given to us new where that's enough for me to to be like, all right, yeah, I want to see where this goes. And uh, again, I just want Prince and like Minnetaka, you know. If uh, if Apollonia could show up, I'm like, ah, that'd be amazing. So yeah. <laughs> by,
0: by the way, Don, real quick, um, before yeah. we get to Annie, um, I just want to say that that could be a new shirt at the Disney store. You have like the Mandalorian helmet, and it just says, "I'm here for the lore." you know, with a little apostrophe right there. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, mm. I want twenty five percent Disney. All right, Annie, <laughs> you're you're on mute just so you know. Okay, cool. there you go. Cool.
2: Um, I I liked it. I think I was a little underwhelmed. I think Favreau played it really safe, um, just because I really enjoyed the first two seasons. I thought they were some of the best Star Wars in recent years. Yeah. I really was pulled into the show. I at the time when it first came out, it was something different. It was something exciting, and I, I just I feel like this was a game of catch up, ongoing for everyone that didn't watch Boba Fett or is jumping in season three because they've heard so much about. Uh, Pedro Pascal and his popularity between The Last of Us and The Kingsman and Elvis and all of that. He's just like the hottest actor right now. Okay. But I think everyone wants to stay in touch with him. And I don't think it's about following the story anymore. With that though, I, I think that creatively they're a little lost. I don't know if there's a clear direction for the series following season two. Honestly, I think it should have stopped. And I think it should have let that be open-ended and let the the, the fan think about what where that story went. You know, I I want to like good it. Good argument I liked, there. I liked it uh, from a mild perspective. I expected a lot more from Filoni, and I expected a lot more from Favreau, knowing what they can do and what they're capable of. And I just, I hope that this series does get better as this season goes on, because there's a mm. lot there. That potential just hasn't been tapped, and I think... Um, that there could be a lot more energy coming in this season. It just hasn't gotten there yet. Mm-hmm. Especially you're doing something so ambitious where you're going back to Mandalore and, you know, you're throwing in Rebels references there and you're doing, you know, where you're building up to Ahsoka, mm-hmm. which is going to lead you mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. Ezra Bridger and Sabine and the Darksaber mm-hmm. again and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Thrawn, that would be super cool. Um, but I just, I think that the threats that we faced in the first one besides Bogatown, were very mild. I think that they're holding back, maybe until mid season, then kind of letting it go.
0: How many how many episodes is this season? I that's something I didn't look up. Uh, <laughs> I think eight it's or
1: ten. Okay. If they make it to ten, I'll be impressed. Well,
0: because Annie, you said a number of things there that I would like to to pick up on. Um, one, I agree. As I mentioned, it feels like a, a an episode long previously on. Mm-hmm. I don't. Again, I don't quite mind eight. that. Aside from the kind, oh, there's eight. Okay. Eight. There's there's some nitpicks I have with that, but especially it's an odd choice because it's Disney+. Plus. It's not like a TV show from, you know, 20 years ago that was off the air for two years and then it comes back and people are like, really, what the hell went on? <laughs> if you're watching this show, you've got Disney+, Plus probably. Yes. <laughs> you can watch the other episodes. Um, but I like to think, because, you know, I, for the most part, trust Favreau and Filoni. My suspicion was during that whole debacle of... Uh, Boba Fett, and yes, uh, sorry, Obi-Wan. I know I'm, I'm, folks disagree with me on Obi-Wan. Um, go check, check out the live stream we did of episode two if you want to be <laughs> vastly entertained. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I always felt like the creative team behind this Disney Plus Star Wars was, had their eyes on another ball, and I thought that ball was Mando season three. So I feel like it, it doesn't feel like a contract show. Right now, it does feel okay. like there is a third tra- a chapter of this story that needs to be told, and maybe this is a final chapter uh, maybe I'm just being incredibly naive. They might have like, oh, we're gonna do ten seasons of mando and pe- till people are sick of it uh, but I do feel like this is really going somewhere now, Annie, I also want to ask you I'm uh, sorry, Don, one, one second, but well, I want to ask yeah, you yeah, what yeah. Was- do Annie? What was the what was the rebels references? Because I, I saw something else online that, that they had made reference to rebels, but I didn't pick up on it. And I also haven't seen all of rebels yet, so that it might be totally obvious to those who have.
2: It was the star whales in hyperspace.
3: Yeah, well, it's very
2: very brief. It's like a three second clip
3: where right, they're going okay.
2: through hyperspace, and you see Grogu yeah. look out the window, and they're like, "There's a shape in there." Those are just whales, that, and that's really want it like it's there's nothing more it's just kind of like oh that's a really cool easter egg i bet they're going to do more of rebels down the down the line and it's more of like a nod to the future and nod to other projects
0: See, I'm disappointed and also excited. I'm disappointed because I thought that was something really unique to Star Wars that we hadn't seen before because mm-hmm. I haven't gotten to that part of Rebels, or at least I don't remember having seen those the space whales in hyperspace. Um, but I'm also excited because now I've got something to look out for when I <laughs> finally catch up with all of Rebels. Uh, it was it was a great... That's, that is one of the things I did like about this show is even though we've seen it that, that before, some of us have, it does kind of pull over from, you know, the outright action and perhaps what people think might be a door kicking in first episode of a new season to really kind of offer some kind of moments of wonder. Like this is a giant, beautiful, weird universe. And we see Grogu in that cockpit, you know, Mando's asleep or whatever. He's just looking out. There's actually things in there. You know, we go from Star Wars 77 to we're going to make the jump to light speed. And there's like this star field that appears and then they instantly appear wherever now we're getting to see them like actually travel through space and see mm-hmm. what else is in there. It's, it, I think it's an, it's a neat, neat idea.
2: What did you see? What was the Easter egg that jumped out at you?
0: Me? I don't yeah, know. You said
2: you saw something else or heard something else?
0: Oh no. I just, I had seen, um, someone else had referenced rebels. Um, mm-hmm. Just like an online thing, like oh, there's a rebels thing in Mando. And, like I didn't have a chance to look it up. So, oh, okay.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I like um, how people are all up in arms, like they wrote Cara Dunn out of the universe. Well, <laughs> like,
0: well they haven't.
3: <laughs> she's she's still there. She's just yeah. out and gone. You know, conveniently
1: reassigned. Yeah, yeah. Yes,
0: yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was it was. You know, they didn't they, they didn't have to acknowledge the character at all really but the way that they did it made me think that you know and i it's 99 slash 110 they're going to recast if they <laughs> bring her back but that mm-hmm. there's that you know she might join this story in some shape or other down the line because they also mentioned moff gideon you know she had kind of handed him over to the uh the new republic and then she got you know rewarded by this this marshaldom or something um so yeah both of those characters are still out there which i thought was was really cool. Uh, Don, you wanted to get in here with something.
1: Yeah, so um, would the passage of time and the energy to start the season have been different if the, what was it, two episodes of Book of Boba Fett that featured the Mandalorian, if those were not in the Book of Boba Fett, and those were episodes one and two to start this season. Mm. Like, if the passage of time we meet Mando sorting things out with the armor, seeing Luke episode one, episode two... Then we get to this. Well, now that we've sorted that out, we're in episode three. Go back to you know to grief and all that. What if this was episode three and episode one and two was pulled from Book of Boba Fett and made its own right here? Would that have been a heck of an opener versus the throw-in that it was in Book of Boba Fett?
0: I think that first of all, welcome, Mark. Great. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hello. I haven't gotten to your last few comments, but now they're they're kind of pointless because you're here. (laughs) We've got the real Mark. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, he's uh, he's freshly shaven and like everyone's just dapping it up here on the show tonight. Um, But no, Don, I think you make an interesting point. Like, excuse me, if they had just taken those two episodes out of the book of Boba Fett and put them as the openers here, I think that would have been cool. Except I don't think this episode would have worked at all if they had done that, because this is such a resetting of the table. Right. This is like if you haven't. If you, in case you forgot, or you're catching up, here it is. Whereas in the book of Boba Fett, we just catch up with Mando doing stuff, and they could have, you know, very much easily done that here. So yeah, I like the idea. I just think if they did, they would have had to write a new episode three for this for this season.
1: That's true.
3: Okay. I mean, it. it, They could have opened up with that episode and not even had that episode, Mm -hmm. and then book book of Boba Fett. You know, I mean, that would have been great. There were two of them. you yeah, I mean, we
1: yeah. called it a crutch. I mean, it was a crutch then in yeah. Book of Boba Fett. Like, you really need the Mandalorian to help sell your show? They get, needed to stretch to, out yes. the
3: Book of yeah. Boba Fett. Yeah.
1: yeah. If they could have done that, like, if Book of Boba Fett could have solved its own Sugar Honey Ice Tea without bringing <laughs> in the big gun Mandalorian, that would have been lovely, you know, but they needed the, the big shooter, so.
0: I yeah. think we're just lucky that they didn't pull a weird switch and open up Mando season three with two episodes featuring Boba Fett. Oh, <laughs>
1: no,
5: true. That's, that's I was waiting mid, for that too. That's oh. mid season. That's mid-season. <laughs> no. They'll, they'll, no, <laughs> they'll go back and visit Boba. It
1: Born is. I mean, mm-hmm.
3: It is strange that they don't even have that in the recap. Yeah. Like, not true. Like, like big deal. If you didn't watch Book Boba Fett, I mean, I, you know. The last you knew, uh, Luke took off with Grogu, and then that's it. Yeah. That is
0: that's very true, David. I didn't even mm-hmm. thought about that because, like I said, it's been a while. But yeah, it seems like a giant plot hole. That like, wait a second, it, is this a flashback that we're seeing them in somehow? Mm. <laughs> like, what? How much time has passed? The, um
5: Those two episodes we, in Book of Boba should have been the openers for here and cut this one, really, yeah. because you, Mark. I, I I'm. You know what Annie was talking about completely uh, is how I felt. I felt underwhelmed with this episode. It had more of the energy of Book of Boba. It was edited like a Book of Boba Fett episode. It was, it, it it because it was a bit more disjointed. I mean, we we go from here to here, but there's no real. I we knew what his purpose was from the two episodes we got from Book of Boba. So by here, it was like redundancy. Over redundancy of the, there was mm-hmm. felt like there was really no point in that opening scene. We stayed so long on that opening scene with the kids that should have been a flashback to Jin because we spend so much time and I know what they were trying to do. They were trying to be creative, going, Nope, it's not actually Mando, it's just another kid, and here comes Mando to save him. And you're like, We just spent like a Third, because these episodes are only like 28 minutes long, we've spent a third of the episode with people we don't know, and it doesn't matter because we're there, and he's there to see the armorer who could have been
1: anywhere.
3: Who told <laughs> him the same thing in that Book of Boba Fett episode? You didn't right. see Living yep. Water, Living Water, Living yep. Water,
1: yeah, Minnetonka. And that's the thing is
0: I didn't even pick up on, it never even occurred to me that this could have been a Mando flashback to him being a kid. Maybe, maybe I got that that
1: vibe.
0: uh, So yeah, I could see them trying to go for that. So then when Mando and Grogu do show up in the ship, it's like, Oh my gosh, where am I now? Um, but yeah, for me, I was just like, Oh, it's a, it's, it's a current day thing. Um, yeah, it's, I really thought there was some cool stuff going on when they get to Navarro. Um, the idea, I think it's a bit of a stretch that Mando needs to get IG 11 back because he said <laughs> so to send him down to uh, Mandalore because he's the only droid he can trust. Uh, I don't quite get that, but I did like that there's a statue of IG 11 in the middle of this town square and it's partially made up of the remnants of the old droid <laughs> and then like bronze, so it's kind of stitched together. And then when he comes back, is Programming is all you know. The the droid, the base software doesn't remember that it had turned into you know a friend essentially, and just turns into the Terminator, complete with like upper torso mm. trying to shoot everything. And then the giant, what was it? I think We've I wrote this line, line down.
3: Bust. Yeah, uh, yeah. Now was, that's
0: using your head
1: when the bust falls. on <laughs>
3: Come on, that was a great
1: line. It's an, it's an yeah. Oscar, Oscar Isaac level joke. I'm sorry. Can you call back later? Yeah. Hey. No, that's that's a Schwarzenegger joke. Yeah, I was yeah, expecting totally him true. to step out of oh, a closet yeah. or something. That's ahead. I mean, we, <laughs> got, uh, we got the Killian. Pre- we got the Predator high five for a second there. That was nice. You know. Yep. Yeah.
0: We got Grogu spinning in an office chair. You know, that's gonna well, be a
5: Hallmark did- ornament next year. <laughs> the, the, the ig thing the ig thing is exactly what's i think kind of the problem of this episode and i think the writers felt like they were being creative like oh we're bringing ig but oh no he kicked back to his old Bart you know we spent a lot of time restoring ig we spent a lot of time with this opening with you know the mandalorian ritual which isn't gin which has really nothing to do with the episode much at all and it feels like the writers think they're being creative, like, "Oh, you think it's going to go right for Mando, but it's not because it's going wrong." But we spend so much time for the setup that by the time you get to like the very end, you're like, "Oh, that's it. that, that's you know." I mean, he even when he goes see Bo, I'm like, "Oh, this is going to be good." And she's sitting. There, she never gets up. She, she never gets. <laughs> no. I love well, it that she never got up yeah. and she's sitting there like Black Adam after a bunch of alcohol. But yeah. <laughs> But, you know, and I liked the dialogue. But at the same time, he's going to see her and he gets no help. And I'm just like, I get that. But to blow through it in
1: 28 minutes like this, just it it felt wasted. If they, if they I, do that seven more times, we're going to be like, come <laughs> on. I, you know, yeah. I didn't
0: I understand where you're coming from, Mark. And I, I feel like there might be some of these sentiments on the panel as well. Um, it didn't bother me because. Kind of getting back to what Jeff was setting up earlier, I feel like Mando is coming to a point where he's, for whatever reason, he, all of his crutches are falling by the wayside. He doesn't have the support of the Mandalores, uh, the Mandalorians. Mm-hmm. He can't rely on this, you know, droid. He had a plan like, oh, I can go to Mandalore. I got this droid I can hook up and, and he'll, you know, help me through this. That doesn't work out. Grief Karga won't, you know, he's got his own thing going, so he can't rely on him. Bo-Katan is of no help. And she says, you know, basically everybody's scattered and and there's no um, <laughs> there, there's no point in trying to get that band back together. So it's like, what does he have left? He's got Grogu essentially. And I think that's gonna come down to my feeling is, and I don't know if they'd go this dark, but I feel like at the end of this season, Mando's gonna have to make a choice, much like Grogu had to make a choice, which is more important, his relationship with Grogu, this son figure that he's you know bonding with. Or his his spiritual uh, devotion to the Mandalorian ethos. I think um, you're right. Mm. So, and I'm I'm all there for it. Now, it could be again, Don, to your point. If there's seven more episodes of like, and then we're gonna no, and now we're gonna yeah. no. Yeah. Hey, look at no.
4: Unless there are those are there to show that he is now taking the different path. You know, I mean, I think from the get-go, he was going against the core. Values of the Mandalorian, and you know, even deciding not to uh, give uh, Grogu to uh, the the Empire outcasts and all that kind of stuff. To me, this is about parenting, and I think his I think his arc is to sort of put away the the. the the daring and the the adventure in the traditional sense that he was brought up as a Mandalorian to be and, and trained to be and find a different kind of adventure. It's interesting, you know, when you were talking about uh, Grogu looking out the window and stuff like that. I also think that we're starting to see the program becoming more and more of what a parent experiences when they have a child and suddenly everything is looked at through the child's eyes. Christmas mm-hmm. becomes new because it's mm-hmm. you're seeing it through the kid's eyes. And I think he's now starting to notice that, okay, it's not just a walk down the street when there's pirates, it's I've got to protect my kid. It's not just we're cruising through this uh, space. Grogu is fascinated by what he's seen out the window. I think it's very clear that this is not just about him sort of manning up, Hence, maybe the Mandalorian name. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I think it's about him dadding up. I think this this season is going to be about him being a dad. And if that's too boring for the fanboys and the the critics and the guys who love Star Wars, they can find the other Star Wars stuff that's all full of adventure. But I think that's what this one has been slowly but surely going towards. And my guess is this will be the last season. And those were that's the choice he's making. He's wow. going to stay. I mean, look at the stuff that um, that uh, you know he was being. You know, told to settle down and be what is that if not maturity? What is that if not, hey, stop the carousing? You're not a teenager, you're not in college anymore, you're an adult. That's it's all there in the first 30 minutes, honestly. Mark, nothing against what you said. I agree with you on many levels, but I think they are saying this isn't going to be the typical Star Wars adventure, this is about him being a dad and maturing and realizing that that protecting one person or taking care of one person is sometimes as much as taking care of a galaxy of critters.
5: And, and I would, I agree with you on that. I do see that they aren't given any emotional beats for that to resonate. I disagree. I I disagree. I I, I did not feel any emotional beats in here for (laughs) that
4: to resonate.
3: It's like,
1: I'm
4: with, don't, don't you find for a character that is behind a mask the entire time, the hesitations on the way the lines are delivered are exactly that? I think How you, he handles hear, you hear him thinking because he doesn't talk all the time. And, and I think this body language and the handling, like you just said, Don, I think that is all that.
0: Well, yeah, I I, I, stay, I, wanna, I do want to back that up just slightly, Jeff, because <laughs> you mentioned body language. Um, that scene with the with the space pirates, which is very interesting. Because uh, on Navarro, they they kind of rehabbed this town. What used to be the kind of the the scum of hyvan villainy bar right. is now a right. school. Right, uh, these pirates are going to this school and they're harassing the teacher and uh, they want to get inside to have a drink, which I guess they think is going to be in a school. But no, a uh, grief carga comes out to set them straight. Mando hangs back yes. with Grogu. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like right. leaning up against a tree. And he's just kind of observing. It's very much the Boba Fett in Jabba's palace from Return of the Jedi, where he's just kind of like in the background watching everything go on. I got the feeling that, you know, a, a previous version of Mando would have been up there supporting his friend, you know, ready to really take those guys on. But he's hanging back, kind of reading the situation, because I feel like if this goes south, he's looking at the numbers. He's got to protect Grogu. know mostly (laughs) and he stands back and he takes the shots from a distance he's not gonna get into fisticuffs necessarily with these guys or you
5: know a close-up fight
4: and the pirate scene is probably the best scene in this episode but i think it's also powerful and i don't want to get too heavy handed on the metaphors here but hmm why don't you join us in the bar like you always would when you were a, a young man and a rapscallion and an adventurous and all that. No, now I'm going to worry about it because it's for school children and what do parents yeah. and mature yeah. people do. They start to worry about things like that as opposed to carousing in a bar. I I, I mean, honestly, I don't think the, the symbolism could be much more obvious there. And I think that's what makes that actually powerful is that he doesn't easily take care of it the way he could have. He waits for a minute and his priority is like, do I want to get involved here you know, knowing that I've got to take care of Grogu? And maybe this doesn't go south like I would hopefully want it to in my past life or insist that it does because I'm not that person anymore.
5: And again, the pirate scene is the best scene in this. That's where you actually have that. All the stuff that's kind of before and after, though, I feel like it's just blowing through some things, especially with Mm -hmm. the. It's like. Especially with the Bo Catan thing. It was a lot of the dialogue, and I know what they were going for, but they're. I guess that whole scene there, I was hoping for maybe a little more with the conflict between, especially after she said, "Yeah, you, you, your army, you're not gonna do. You got still got the saber." It's like, okay, you know. And but that pirate scene, I love that. I wish more of the episode had, I guess, handled it better. But they throw in a lot of jokey stuff in here, and especially the whole IG scene. That mm-hmm. part just that's I was like, With, what are we? Yeah. In the prequels? What are we? There, in the there's, there's some, <laughs>
0: well, no, because there was actual physical puppets in this one instead of. Oh, being that's all true. Like, digital. Very true. Uh,
3: yeah, did you like the puppet action? Did you like the salacious crumb tree too?
1: I did. <laughs> <laughs> that was cute.
3: Uh, I wanted to hear about... good...
0: Look, all right. Guys, I hate to do this and especially that there's there's a lively comment section as always and I think you can watch this on the live replay so I invite people mm-hmm. to go check those out. Unfortunately, we got to jump because what? we're going to be talking about I know, we're supposed to be talking about cocaine bear right now like, and unfortunately oh, that's on I another put it at live nine. stream. Okay, yeah, yeah. I can't because cuz look, there's there's a hungry audience waiting for us wow. to do true. cocaine no, bear. No, 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 no. Right. I know. thanks Mark. No, um <laughs>
4: we're we're going anyway. from the forest to the fierce. There you go. <laughs> yes. Um but May all the right so be with you.
0: Ooh. All right, gang, thank you Daddy very much we ooh that's that's going to be a meme yeah, along with I'm here for the lore that that's uh, a
5: different movie don that's a totally oh, different
0: no, movie that's that's the that's the who's your daddy lorian Mark. <laughs> <laughs> look we will be back next week oh boy yes i'm committing to at least a second week of this show I'm
1: not... <laughs> let's get past 2 baby let's get past 2
0: <laughs> yes we have to make it to at least 3 so i so i can redeem myself in the waters of uh, film critic anyway gang thank you all very much uh, out there everybody watching and commenting it's been a, a fun show for a an episode that some folks could thought uh, oh. maybe be a bit more fun so it can only go up from here oh bye grogu but uh yeah join us oh, live uh on cocaine bear uh you can see the link in the description down below and we'll meet you there in just a second maybe some of us need a bathroom break i don't know but we'll be on soon Fine. so thanks take care and uh i'll do outros and intros for the next one i'm going on my back to Tank. you <laughs> <laughs>